What's happening in Schenectady? This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5, also heard on 1410 and 96.9 in the Glens Falls, Lake George area. I'm Bob Cudmore. Today's guest is Gary McCarthy, the mayor of Schenectady, who was elected to his third term last month. We're recording on Wednesday, December 4th. I thought I would bring that up because that is just three days after the big snowstorm. Uh, One of the biggest uh, snowstorms, the weather folks say, Mayor, uh, that hit uh, not only Schenectady but the Capital District in years. Is it the biggest snowstorm since you've been mayor? Uh, Yes, it is. You know, it's uh, one of the reasons we always enjoy the Northeast. There's that wide variance in the weather and uh, Some days are warm and sunny and very nice, and then we get uh, sometimes uh, record-breaking snowstorms. Yes, over uh, 23 inches of snow in Schenectady. And just watching the the news coverage, Schenectady, along with the other cities of the capital regions primarily, uh, Troy and Albany, are focused on by the the media during a snowstorm. And the problems that I gather that have happened in Schenectady has to do with the uh, the side streets, that some of the side streets, uh, at least as insofar as uh, Tuesday night, had not been plowed. Is that still the situation? Well, we've had plows go down all the streets, uh, but some are more difficult. Uh, you know, it's an urban area where the uh, a lot of the secondary streets are more narrow. Uh, you have a larger number of vehicles that are parked on the street today than were there 50 years ago. And so it becomes more of a challenge for uh, a plow operator to get down the street in an effective manner. Uh, So we do plowing initially, and then now we're starting a snow removal process so that we'll go in and clean up some of the big piles of snow and uh, get them trucked out of the area. I also note that Schenectady schools had one more day off than most of the school districts or around here. What, what do you know? What the re- I mean, that wasn't your decision, but do you know what the reason for that would have been? Uh, again, I only saw it was in the newspaper today, and not talked to the superintendent of schools. Uh, but it was uh, the issue with the due to still extensive busing within the city school district, and it was being able to safely get school buses in and out of some of those secondary streets within the community. And also I'm a little confused on this. Uh, So many communities declared snow emergencies. Did you declare one in in Schenectady? And and if not, why not? I did not declare a snow emergency. Uh, I declared a general state of emergency. The governor declared Schenectady, along with six other counties, uh, Roy Fluman, the county manager, uh, declared a snow emergency within Schenectady County. I did one within the city. That allows for uh, municipalities to work together, different levels of government, uh, and allows a little bit of flexibility in the delivering of services. A snow emergency in the city of Schenectady, if declared, would not take effect until today. Uh, it people are confused. They think it's going to somehow uh, facilitate the removal of snow during the storm, which is not true. Uh, and in Schenectady, uh, you do the initial plowing, 
And then the after uh, operation is really snow removal. Mm. In Schenectady's code, it shifts from uh, odd to even sides of parking. But when you're doing snow removal, it's really inefficient just to move it from one side of the street. If you're putting all the heavy equipment and trucks in there, you want to be able to remove it off all the street, not doing one side and then having to come back the next day. So we uh, do the plowing initially, and then we will go through and post the streets so that we'll restrict parking over an area that will allow us to uh, plan uh, the snow removal. We're working now uh, with uh, the state has come in at the direction of Governor Cuomo to provide uh, some assets to help us remove snow. So we're going to be doing that over the next few days. And uh, again, we appreciate uh, the residents' uh, patience as we've uh, dealt with this uh, record-setting storm. I believe the governor called out the National Guard or any of the Guards members in Schenectady? We had some trucks that were uh, sent to Schenectady yesterday helping to uh, do uh, some of the snow removal. I have not, as we're doing this interview this morning, I have not been briefed on the allocation of mm-hmm. any resources today. Another question, what, what, is, what does Schenectady do with this snow? I mean, the snow that you removed. Uh, we have uh, some uh, areas where we will take and dump the snow. Uh, some of it's being reviewed today. We're, we're going to truck it to the Schenectady County Airport, uh, just working with uh, Schenectady. So it's just uh, across the Mohawk River from the city, and it'll be able to be uh, uh, placed there. And then, of course, it'll melt uh, by springtime. Hmm. We'll move on to uh, other topics. We're talking with Gary McCarthy, who's the mayor of Schenectady. There's been uh, news coverage of the Wedgway Building in uh, downtown Schenectady. I believe it's named that because of its unusual shape. It's located at State Street near Erie Boulevard. And it's, uh, um, well, anyway, it had, had a number of businesses in it, and some of the businesses have moved out, including the Wedgway Barbershop, and there was a restaurant there, and that closed sometime. But in, anyhow, the the coverage in the media seems to indicate that there's something wrong with the building, that bricks are falling uh, down. Uh, is that so? And, and what is city government doing about it? And are you concerned about the building? Uh, our building inspectors identified some uh, bricks on the cornice and the upper levels of the building that have deteriorated uh, with just normal uh, weathering uh, there were some that had actually fallen to the street, so we've cited them. Uh, in fact, we've now established the formal fence perimeter around the building so that uh, there's no risk for people who are walking by, or what we're doing is keeping people from walking by to go into that area where uh, there was the potential for a brick to hit people. We're also have directed the uh, building owner to make repairs and to bring it up to code. Mm. Uh, Schenectady's had, an, uh, in fact, a building near there, uh, right across the street from it, correct? Uh, uh, collapsed once when there was construction work being done on an adjacent building, and you had the terrible fires uh, uh, in the buildings opposite City Hall. So... There's a certain, I don't know, it seems to me there's a certain level of nervousness about old buildings in Schenectady. Well, it's uh, not 
unique just to Schenectady, but it's urban areas and some of these old structures that people have not made investments in uh, substantial periods of time. And so we uh, try and work with landlords, but at the same time, uh, we want property owners to uh, maintain their buildings and uh, make sure that they're safe and secure for the people that have businesses there or rent or live there, and then also adjacent property owners and just make sure that they're adding value to the community as a whole and not detracting or causing uh, additional problems. Do you know if there are people living in the Wedgway building? I mean, I knew it had apartments, but is it known whether people... I do not know today if there are people still residing there. Well, is that, isn't that important to find out in, in terms of its the future of the building? It, it's been, there's, order to vacate has been issued for the building so that there's nobody technically living there under the direct the order from the city. But I don't know okay. if there, in fact, were people living there when we issued that order. Let me uh, ask you about a story that's been getting a lot of coverage. And uh, mayors are involved in it, also county sheriffs, district attorneys, uh, having to do with criminal justice reform. Uh, And I I believe that you've had a position with the State Mayors Association, and I gather that the mayors are joining the sheriffs and DAs in questioning, one, the cost of criminal justice reforms, which are to take place, I believe, January 1st in New York State. Can you explain your concerns on this issue? Yes, I'm the immediate past president of the New York Conference of Mayors, and as part of our uh, uh, meeting a couple of weeks ago, we put forth a uh, annual uh, package for uh, legislative request. And one that we were addressing is the, uh, as you point out, the criminal justice reforms. And I, I want to be clear, a lot of the mayors, myself, support the intent of that legislation, uh, a lot of the individual actions that are within the package. But there's some uh, requirements that are now put on, uh, it's really district attorney's office under the law where they have to take and turn over uh, large volumes, pretty much all the information related to a case within 15 days. Uh, For like the city of Schenectady or other municipalities, we have to put together uh, large amounts of information and then get it to the district attorney's office so that they can turn it over. Uh, in today's uh, environment where you have in-car video, you have body cameras, you have uh, large amounts of paperwork, uh, digitized information, uh, it becomes uh, a very labor-intensive process to put that all together in a relatively short period of time. And so we were looking for uh, some uh, way to work with the legislative intent, but not to create this undue burden on uh, local government to provide uh, what is huge amounts of information in a very expedited period of time. Hmm. I I saw one... um editor I, I know of uh, from the region, not right in the Capital District, who wondered, why has this become an issue now? I mean, it's some months after this 
uh, legislation was was passed, but it seems like it's kind of late in the day for this to come up. Well, I think it was uh, the legislation is very detailed, and it was uh, again. They'll say that there's broad support for a lot of components or the legislative intent, and it's when some of the significant uh, timelines and the actual implementation became uh, fully understood that is where we're trying to uh, negotiate some, uh, again, relief in terms of the implementation of some of the requirements. I mean, do you think something has to be done before January 1st? Well, we'd like something done. Uh, The city of Schenectady will comply with what the law is. Uh, But sometimes it's creating, uh, not only within Schenectady, but other communities, kind of an undue burden to be able to put all this together in a uh, uh, really what's an expedited manner, where the existing rules really required this level of preparation only for cases that were going to trial. Uh, You have a lot of... uh, events within the criminal justice system where somebody is arrested, they know they were wrong, uh, the police know they were wrong, uh, they will acknowledge that they were wrong, uh, and the issue of huge amounts of paperwork really don't come up. You, you have a, a more limited number of cases where there's a question of fact, uh, people are raising uh different defense issues, and those are cases that require the full disclosure today uh, in where everything is analyzed and gone through and to make sure that, uh, again, the outcome is fair and just. But what we're going to have to do now is do all the paperwork for questions or for cases where there aren't any questions of the underlying uh, assumption of the fact pattern, uh, and so it's going to create an undue burden we're talking with uh, Schenectady Mayor uh, Gary McCarthy. Another uh, uh, topic uh, recently in the news, $10 million for Schenectady. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced a $10 million downtown redevelopment grant for Schenectady. What is the uh, money going to be used for? Again, we're very fortunate. We're, we were awarded the uh, what's referred to as the DRI, the Downtown Revitalization Initiative, Uh, We had submitted a plan of projects that complement the development that has happened uh, within Schenectady. There's now a formal process where we will, uh, again, work with the state. There's a consulting group that comes in as part of this and with the uh, Regional uh, Economic Development Office to uh, look at these projects uh, to validate their uh, ability to be financed, uh, implemented, and uh, actually constructed over what's roughly a uh, 30-month period. Uh, And so there's a local uh, group that will review that, uh, will go through that planning process, and then be able to start actual uh, awarding of contracts and construction uh, in 2020. Hmm. There was one project that I kind of made my ears perk up or eyes or whatever and and i i honestly don't you know don't know anything about it except wasn't there a, a, the idea that 
you might build some kind of pedestrian tunnel somewhere in Schenectady? Well, it's not building a tunnel. It's uh, today, uh, you know, we've redeveloped Erie Boulevard going from where Mohawk Harbor and the casino is connecting with downtown. And part of the DRI initiative is to uh, expand uh, J Street in the walkway uh, that that provides in terms of connectivity with downtown, with Union College, with the GOLAP headquarters, and with the activity at Mohawk Harbor. There is an old tunnel underneath the railroad tracks. There's a set of railroad tracks that really divide Erie Boulevard and J Street that people are familiar with mm-hmm. that. But there's a tunnel that was there when uh, American Locomotive Works really occupied that site. So part of this plan would be to reopen that tunnel to light it and just make it a pedestrian connector between Erie Boulevard and uh, an upgraded uh, J Street. Really? Um, that's, <laughs> would that be a very expensive project or this is still on the drawing board? You really... Uh, you know, I apologize. It's something that we have done a cost estimate on, but as you're asking me, I cannot remember what the number is. It's not a huge number because the tunnel is already there. So it would be just cleaning it up, providing some lighting and uh, modifications of uh, the entranceway on both sides of it. Let me ask you, we haven't uh, talked with you in a long time on um, the talk of the town on Magic 590. Um I'm going to bring up the, the former mayor, Karen Johnson, who died this past June. The library was renamed in her honor, and, and she left generous bequests to institutions in the in the city. Can you talk about her impact on Schenectady? You know, she was a, uh, a friend, really a great uh, community leader. Uh, she served uh, a number of boards uh, and groups within community. She served on the Schenectady City Council. She was mayor for two terms. Uh, and then uh, the later part of her career, and uh, when she passed away, was a member of the Schenectady County Legislature. So she had contributed uh, at really all levels of government and uh, set an example of what a public servant should be. She was a consensus builder. She uh, always tried to do what the right thing was and just was you know good politics is uh, a good government is good politics and karen was the uh really the epitome of uh that type of public servant that uh proud to have her uh, call her a friend and in many ways was a mentor mm-hmm. for me in terms of my career let me ask you before we wrap up about Smart City. We've discussed this in the past with you and other public officials. The city of Schenectady has been holding public forums, or maybe the snowstorm got in the way of that. Uh, what What is involved in the Smart City initiative, and how are the forums going? We actually had our uh, first one uh, last night. These are forums we're doing in conjunction with National Grid. Uh, it's part of a, a REV demonstration project. The REV is reinventing the energy vision. It's part of Governor Cuomo's initiative for sustainability and efficiency within uh, uh, the electrical system, uh, the electric grid within the state. Uh, we're kind of the quick summary is we're replacing all the lights 
in the city with LED lights and simultaneously taking and putting some uh, technology on the light poles with uh, Wi-Fi optical sensors, making sure we're positioned for the evolution of G5 technology. Mm-hmm. And we've divided this uh, the city into sectors, so we're doing uh, initially an A and B zone so that we're testing with National Grid some of these emerging technologies and features that we can put in place. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5, also heard on 1410 and 96.9 in the North Country. Today's guest was Gary McCarthy, the mayor of Schenectady. You can hear this program as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.